when I talk about my mental health with, I guess you could say my parents, they don't see it from my perspective. And, you know, I guess some parents say, you know, just you don't have anxiety. You're still too young. Until you're a parent, you have anxiety or you have too much stress. And I guess that's one thing that they don't really see, you know, from my perspective is how much work I'm doing and how much effort I'm putting into that work. And they just see me like if I were to do a homework, they just see me doing homework. But I'm, you know, putting too much effort in that I'm putting too much of me into that assignment that you know, it may cause me stress, it may cause me too much anxiety. How, you know, I guess you could say I'm grateful for giving me a, like food, house, a shelter, a home to live in. But, you know, I guess they don't really accept what I think, what I believe. You know, I want to be this when I grow up. They try to, you know, they try to make me believe they try to make me want something else you know they're trying to control me as if i'm a little puppet hello and welcome to the taking off the mask podcast uh, my name is Ashanti Branch, but today is not about me or the regular show. Today is our first episode with our new youth host. Uh, you met him a couple of episodes ago, Wenceslao. I am so proud of him and this episode. You're going to, I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. I mean, maybe you've always wondered what would it be like to hear young people talking to each other, like when they're really talking to each other, when they're not like sitting next to each other in the car, but on their phones, but when they're really having a conversation, maybe you wonder what things they say and what things they talk about. But in this conversation, it starts off with the mask and it starts off with uh, the game, the adventure. And then they go on a conversation that is beautiful. I, I'm really proud of what Wenceslao has done is pushing himself and really encouraging Angel to go a little deeper himself. You're going to hear in 2023, this year, you're going to hear young man Wenceslao quoting from a book called The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. I don't know if you've ever seen this book or heard of this book, but uh, Wenceslao was given this book uh, during uh, the restoration retreat and he read it. And he's quoting this book. He's like pulling out sections of this book that he uh, that stood out to him about friendship, about connection, about um, being seen. Man, I mean, I definitely as a freshman in high school wasn't reading a hundred year old book um, that I know of. <laughs> but I'm really proud of this conversation. And I think that this season of the uh, youth face to face is going to be so powerful because young men are taking their voice and letting it be heard and taking charge and doing it their own way. You may hear him typing in some ways. And I think sometimes he's looking up a quote from somewhere. I don't know what all that was about, but I do know that he is making it his own. And I'm really proud of this first episode. And please, if you have a teenager in your life that you are want to encourage, that you want to like see what they're talking about or thinking about, maybe you invite them to be a part of this episode Maybe invite them to share and listen to it. Maybe they don't listen to podcasts. You can send them to our website, but um, you can maybe invite them to make a mask. They can make a mask at millionmask.org. 
one picture, six words, we really encourage you to share it with somebody. I mean, where were you as a freshman? Were you interviewing people, making podcasts? I don't think, I don't think many of us were, but maybe you were. But maybe you can be inspired by Wenceslao just as I was and I am. And these two young men actually had a conversation a year or two ago. And we're looking forward to at some point sharing some of those clips so you can maybe even re-sharing that episode so you can see how much growth they both have had over the last year plus being a part of this organization, but also um, being a part of their own development and growth. So welcome to Face to Face, the Taking Off the Mask episode with our youth host, Wenceslao, and his guest, Angel. Please enjoy today's episode. See you soon, folks. Welcome, everybody, to my first podcast uh, hosted by me. And today I got a special guest. My first guest is Angel Rodriguez. Hello. (laughs) So (laughs) we're going to do the mask. We're going to do a card game and we could do some questions. Sounds good. All right. So, Angel, you want to introduce yourself, talk about you, how old you are in school? Um, I'm Angel Rodriguez. Um, I go to a school in Alameda called Alameda Science Technology Institute, and um, I'm 15. I don't, I don't know much to talk about. I'm taking college class right now, I guess. That's something I can that's good. mention. All right. Yeah, that's then, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with our figurative mask. Uh, so if for those of you who don't know what this mask is, is what we're drawing is this figure to mask where you draw the front side is what you let what you show people, you know, like I, I could show people that I'm happy. I could show people that I am very smart, very athletic. And the back side, uh, the back part of mask is what you don't normally let people see, you know, probably it could be anxiety. It could be depression like something you know that you keep to yourself so how do you want to do you want to you know do front front or front back and then front back how do you want to do it i guess we can just do like the front right now and then the back after yeah all right all right i I only own graph paper near my desk i did on that oh it's back forgot about that all right i made a little theater mask a happy theater mask and the words are um uh, cheerful, uh, kind, and energetic, because that's what I try to be around people, and it's just, like, kind of the, but yeah, the mask I wear around people of just happiness and uh, excitable, I guess. Cheerful, kind, and energetic? Yeah. Alright, so the front mask that I, that I drew is happy, smart, and explorer. You know, I like to be Happy, try to be happy as much as I can. Smart because I am, you know, I want to do good in school, do do good in other places, and I love to explore many things. I love to do many things. Um, so yeah, I do the back. All right, and uh, for the back, I wrote um, stressed, anxious, and um, well, I guess anxious and worried are basically the same, but yeah, stressed, anxious, and worried. Right. Stress, anxious, and worry. Wait, what do you? Oh, like just to elaborate. Some, um, yeah. Uh, like what stress, makes them? 
Oh, um, stress is kind of the easiest one to explain, because just school and, um, college classes are hard, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. for just anxious and worried, basically the same. Um, I have a problem where I feel like whenever I'm happy, something bad feels like it's going to happen, so I can't really... I'm always worried and stressed that something's going to happen, and yeah. Uh, for the back of the mask, I drew anxiety, stress, and not sure what to do. So, you know, I got a lot of anxiety with many things, as I talked to Ashanti last episode. I have some, like, social anxiety, you know, probably, like, meeting new people. Stress, you know, because, you know, I'm pretty sure in college is stressful, you know, uh, high school is stressful, but, you know, college, I'm pretty sure it's more stressful than high school. Um, and uh, I'm really stressed, you know, because I got, you know, many academic stuff. I got school. I got this podcast due that I accepted. I got some extracurriculars, which is, like, a program that I'm in college track, which is kind of, you know, important to be in. And I'm not sure what to do. Like, I'm not sure what to, decisions to make. I'm not sure what, you know, if I should, you know, choose this or that, or should I, you know, just stick with one thing. So now we're doing the adventure card game. So what we're going to do, for the people who don't know this, is that, so there's this card game, it's usually physical, like a game, but I don't have it with me quite yet, which is, there's people, Andrew, you want to help me explain this? Um, I have a really bad memory, but I'll try my best. Um, It's like, uh, you have people and you're supposed to save them from a specific place and you do that by you draw a card and uh, you have to answer the question on it and it's like uh, you got points for each question you answer and the harder the question is like emotionally I guess to answer um, the more points it is and you have to get a certain amount of points to uh, save the people right yeah all right see so the harder the questions are the most critical thinking you have to do yeah. oh. It's, it's insane. Uh, so I got like I got the cards here in front of me virtually. So there's like four cards right here. Andrew, do you want to say a number from one through four? So I just pick one. Uh, big fan of the number four. Number four is great. A characteristic of myself that I don't talk about much. Um, I don't really talk about like most of my personal hobbies. I guess to family and friends but like the big one i guess is um i like the going to new places i guess and just like the feeling of not like i guess it's not a good thing really but like freedom i guess like people don't really know where i am at that moment i don't have responsibilities to like be a certain person at that moment i can just do whatever i want and like no one's gonna care about what i do at that time i guess that makes sense and just, I can do whatever I want because no one's going to be able to judge me for it. And no one even knows that, like, I'm doing that at that moment, I guess. Just the feeling of freedom that you get when you're, like, alone and you're able to just go wherever you want, I guess. Yeah. What, what places do you want to explore? Like, what do you want um, to 
I've done a lot of hiking nearby, I guess, but that's not a good thing to do alone most of the time. Um, I've really enjoyed just like exploring the city, I guess, and staying to the main streets. And like here in San Leandro and Alameda, I do that a lot where I just like take public transportation to an area that I only know like a little bit and just looking around for a good while and trying to memorize the roads and everything. That's good. A characteristic of myself that I don't talk about much. Ooh. It's probably like being able to learn about something. You know that isn't you know necessary for me to learn. You know that you know it's just like an extra thing you want to learn. You know, like I just I love I love to learn a lot. You know, people. You know, I'm I'm nerdy. I guess you could say I don't. If some people tell me I don't look nerdy. Um, but I'm, I guess I'm, I'm nerdy. I love to learn many things. I kind of like school, I guess you could say. But and sometimes, you know, there's like too many things, you know, it's like too stressful. But I, I love to learn many things, um, you know, in school. And on my free time, I love to, you know, search some things up, you know, search... You know, my questions, I guess you could say. So, yeah, I just, I yeah, love just, to learn, I guess. Sorry. I'm um, just like learning for the sake of learning, I guess. I, I get that. Name a relationship that recently started. Oh, okay. This, one, this one's actually great. Uh, I went to, uh, during the winter break, to celebrate my mom's birthday and mine because, like, school is starting up and, like, winter break was over. Um, went to this little winter cabin. And, uh, my mom invited some friends over and, uh, the, some of my age went there and we played ping pong a lot and we're, we're still talking now and it's, it's great. They're, they're great. We went to an arcade recently and I got a little, little eraser bird, very small and it, yeah, it's great. Just, I, uh, I like having new friends, but since I go to school in Alameda, most of them don't live nearby. So it's, it's nice having someone like cl close by, I guess that like knows the same places you've been going to since you were a kid, like, n knows the same area, I guess, yeah. It's, it's Big. Nice. It's different. For me, the close relationship is probably at the program I'm in, a new program that I just started called College Track, you know. I, you know, it's to help you with college, you know, they pay for college, and you gotta be present to do many learn about it, like, learn the process, and, uh, you know, there's, uh, I just started this week, you know, and, uh, yesterday, it was the last day, from, we, you know, it's the people from College Track, around, uh, from my age, you know, we, you know, got together, we learned about each other, we learned what we're gonna do, and I guess you could say I just met a few people, you know, uh, I already knew some. I, I just either went to school with them or I just knew them beforehand. Um, I guess you could say I just talked to some new... Uh, I met some new people. Um, and I guess you could say I kind of faced my fear of, like, social anxiety. I just, you know, went up to people and I just talked to them. And, you know, they're really nice. So, I guess you could say people. It's a program. Uh, do a number from one through six this time. Let's see. You got more? All right. Yeah, there's a, 
Do I not choose the same number twice? Do I... If if you want to, they're different. Five, I guess. Wait, are these different like sets every time? Uh, yeah, they're like different cards. Oh, the number four again. One, two, three, four. How are you different when you are alone or with others? Um, I have the thing where like I I try my best to like act uh like. There's not a good way to explain it. Like, act to the vibe of the group, I guess. Like, if I'm with people who are, like, really jokey or if I'm, like, in a study group, I guess. Very different, like, people, I guess. The way I'm expected to act, I try and change how I am with them. Like, family gatherings, I guess. I'm usually a lot shyer code, than I would be with, it's like, like... code switching, right? I'm pretty sure it's called when you, like... Sw- code switching, per- person switching, some of that is when you, like... Sw- uh, change how you act and how like your personal personality with certain people right yeah because like when i'm by myself i guess it's weird to admit this i i like to talk to myself and singing but that's not like i uh i'm a lot more jokey i guess just by myself for some reason i i it's hard to get comfortable around people just like say whatever comes to mind like it is when you're just alone i can just i i write notes i guess a lot to myself and um just like being able to write down and look back on later day like what was my mindset at the time and like just i i guess just like a lot more introspective and with people i guess i just go with the flow instead of just being able to think and do whatever i want i guess when i'm alone and, um, none of that made sense i guess what i okay it's not no, it does so you're just someone who likes you joke a lot you know um, yeah, I, I, I'm usually a jokey person, but talking to people, unless I like know them really well, is really hard to do, and it's difficult to get into that like jokey personality if I don't feel comfortable with people. I guess. For me, it's quite the opposite. I, I get, I, I like to goof around when I'm with people, and I get serious when I'm alone. You know, I get, I love, I like making jokes. I love to, you know, hang out with others, have laughs. When I'm alone, I get more serious. I just focus on my... When I get home, I just, you know, go to my room and just do homework. And, you know, do just do my chores and stuff. And just work out sometimes. You know, I just... I'm a bit more serious when I'm alone. I don't know why. But, but yeah, that's something. You want to do one more? Sure. All right. Uh... Let's see. Is it okay if I choose one? No. Yeah. Go, go for it. I'm going to choose this one. What are some things you feel that you wish you'd say out loud? To people or like just in general? In general. Like probably uh, to yourself, probably to other people. Like, I don't know. I, I'm usually a really closed off person with like who I am, I guess. That's not really. Um, But like my hobbies and like what I think about certain things, I usually don't like speak up about it, and I I feel like I shouldn't do that more because it's it's really easy to just be quiet and not like talk to anyone about anything important. Just like only be that mask, I guess is the only word I know for it. But like it's a lot easier to be friends with people, I guess, when you're not like always having to put up a front, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
so just like being able to speak up more about like what I actually think about things, like who I actually am and what, what I'm like, I guess. For me, it would be, uh, probably some questions like for you, if I were to say, what is, you know, like, like deep questions, I guess you could say is like, what is, you know, what, what is love? What is like some people here are seeking for an American dream? What is, what, what is the American dream? What is exactly the American dream? You know, what is, you know, I, I guess you could say, I just focus on questions like myself that I ask myself, is this, like, I'm trying to find like the real truth, I guess you could say. And that's what I said, like, ask other people, like, if I were to ask you, what is the American dream that people are looking for? What would you say? Um, I feel like the American dream is different for most people, but like for me and a lot of people I know, it's mostly like security, I guess, like being able to live a life without worrying about like what is going to happen in the future. Like, am I going to have to worry about like, I don't want to talk about it, other stuff, I guess, but like worrying about work, worrying about jobs, like eventually I have to go to college and I have to get a degree if I want to get a good job, I guess. It's always been ingrained to me, I guess, that mindset of just like, you need to keep working just in case what happens if something like wrong happens, like just a feeling of security, I guess, is the American dream, I guess. I don't know if that's more my dream than the American dream, but that's what I assume it is for most people, I hope. Do you think like people do get the American dream? Like for me, the American dream is being stable, like not worrying about losing money or with like rent and stuff, financial stable, owning like probably, probably a house, owning something, right? Owning a property, having your own car and having security like that. Those four things is for me, is the American dream, but I don't think many people are truly going to that direction or accomplishing that American dream. I, mean, I feel like I feel like it's really easy to like mistake the American dream and your dream. Cause I feel like I, the feeling of security is something that I've always like felt is what I want eventually if I, that that's really my dream, but like what everyone wants, I guess is hard because like, you're always going to want more. And like, I, I don't think that's true for some people, but for a lot of people, like wanting more, I guess. And like the feeling of security isn't what everyone wants, I guess. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's hard to like distinguish a single American dream if most everyone's unique really. So. It's hard to see what everyone wants. I guess you say that. It's so. Yeah. What do you? How's? I guess we could ask some questions now. Like right. talk about you know something. Um, you want to ask a question about like? Um, I should have thought about this in prepared first. I guess. Um. All right. Are we doing like deep stuff or are we gonna? Do if like you want surface to, level like, and go into deep stuff like a long time. Uh, yeah. Like we're only twenty minutes in, and you know my podcast, uh, the Shanti was forty four something minutes. Oh lord! So I guess um, we're halfway there. <laughs> uh, Make some time. All right. Um, I feel like uh, what's the good question? To ask, like, like what's going on with you? You know how? 
how have you seen everything once you are aging? Like for me, once I'm getting older, I see many things in a different perspective. I see things with, you know, that I ask myself, why is this, why is that happened? Why is that there? No. So I'm probably asking you a question. Once you're older, do you see many things from a different perspective than when you were younger? And then, like, do you ever question it or just now, like, a, for me, it's like I have something sometimes against it, you know? I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like it's gone from, like, I, I have very bad memory and I don't remember a lot from when I was a kid, but I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten, like, to realize it more responsibility i guess that's an easy way to answer it i guess but there's more to it like you're you are responsible for like stuff like school and like you have to do this stuff now but i feel like responsibility is just like you having to realize that eventually you're gonna have to do this yourself and you're gonna have to you can have support but at the end of the day it's your choices that lead you to where you are and i feel like as you get older you have to I don't think you have to. I think it's it'd be better for some people like lean into it less, I guess. But like having to not really be independent, forced independence forced on you. But I feel like it'd be good for people as they get older to just more independence is something that people should get alongside the responsibility of getting older, like like maturing. Yeah, because like I feel like it's not good if someone just like uh, like. As soon as you turn 18, just you're an adult now. I I don't really like that mindset because you have to like ease into it, I guess, for some people. And it wouldn't really be good to just like force that responsibility on someone who's not ready for like adulthood, I guess. That's, that's yeah. Really the Do question. you think you have grown a lot since the beginning? Like, or like, do you think, uh, Ashanti or the Everford Club has helped you a lot to grow yourself. Oh, I didn't mention it, but I've been with the Everford Club for like four years now. I probably should have mentioned that when I was introducing myself. But um, yeah, it's helped a lot because mental health is something that's really easy to just ignore, I guess, for me. And it's it's not led to very good things when I have because I have a problem with ignoring my issues. But um, like Everford really make made me think about like. I'm someone who ignores their problems a lot when it gets hard and um, like think about where is this going to lead me and like I should do this if I I don't want to hide behind a mask forever I want to like be normal with these people and be myself with these people and I feel like I derailed the question okay can you ask the question again I'm bad at answering uh, like do like has oh. how has like Ashanti helped you um, or like they have a four club and like how have you seen yourself grow since um with our four club i feel like it has given me a lot of responsibility and like ashanti is good because as i've like i did the internship last year and then this year with the intern uh not the summer before last summer i did the internship and this summer he gave me more responsibilities he like tried to ease me into like being more of a leader in my role which is Something that I've never really been good at, but he's trying to help me with it, I guess. And um, just getting help a lot with, like, mental health and learning. Like, 
how my mental health is and like what all of what's going on, I guess, for most people. The big thing is like, you are not alone, I guess. Like other people yeah. go through this, it's common for everyone. And it's a lot easier to not like get caught up in it and ignore it and like think of yourself as something that you're not, I guess, when you know that other people are going through this, you know that you can reach out to these people. It's yeah. Uh, speaking of you're not alone, why like you mentioned that you code switch a lot, you act differently depending on what people you are. Why do you think that's a big thing that people do? Like why is code switching a big impact, you know, probably negatively or positively on people nowadays? I feel like it's not a mm, I don't wanna say it's not a bad thing because it's good to be yourself around people, but like for me, I guess it's the feeling of like not being odd one out. Like, it's not good to not be who you are. But for me, I don't like being like with new people, I guess, not fitting in and like people not liking you is something that is easy to worry about. But it's kind of hard to get not get caught up in it and like go too far with just being a people pleaser instead of just like focusing on yourself sometimes and I feel like I need to work on that I guess do you got like a like someone who you like just be yourself like a friend like I got like a best friend who I could you know be myself be really I guess um weird yeah, I, uh, I have someone who like knows a lot about who like knows me a lot instead of like just different masks but like with him, I I met him like while wearing the the mask, while code switching, and just like acting differently around him. And then just over time, I just started leaning more towards who I actually am with him. And I feel like that is an okay thing to do. And I I think that like while I shouldn't have to do it, I feel like it's okay for me to do it with some people. So, uh, I'm going to read you this quote of the prophet, you know, the book by Khalil Gibran. I think that's how you say it. Is that the one they I gave have... us at the retreat? Or... Yes. All right. <laughs> so, um, there's many, you know, quotes about this. You know, there's a prophet who, uh, you know, personal that who we got asked many things. You know, speak about love, speak about death, speak about passion, punishment, judgment. And this one's talking about friends. And this one is, you know, kind of, I guess you could say, you know, I really thought about this one. There's many quotes I thought about in this one, friends specifically, that says, and let your best be for your friend. If he must know your the ebb of your tide, let him know its flood also. For what is your friend that sh you should seek him with to hours to kill? Seek him always with hours to live. For it is his to fulfill your need, but not your emptiness. And, and in the sweetness of friendship, let there be laughter and sharing of pleasures. For in the dew of little things, finds the heart finds its morning and its 
and it's refreshed. So this, um, I just thought about this quote specifically because, you know, you should let friends, you know, be, you, know, you should always be grateful, like time, you should be grateful of the time you spend with them for me. And, you know, they should always be, you know, let there be laughter and sharing of pleasures, you know, this. It's always, when you hang out with them, it's always to have a good time and, you know, not have a bad time, you know, always I, being... You know. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but, yeah. like, sorry. um, I feel like with that, I feel like it's good to have friends who you always go to, like, to relax and to, like, be yourself, I guess, and to have fun. But, like, with my best friend, I guess, I feel like the reason why we're so close is because, like, he knows what I've been struggling with and he knows how to help me with that. And I know the same for him, I guess. And it's like, it. I, I go to him a lot just to relax and have fun, I guess. But I also go to him a lot when like I'm doing badly, I guess, with mental health or if I need help with something. And I know that he's able to do the same. So I feel like that's also a really, that's also a really important thing to do with, uh, yeah, your friends. Yeah, I think when, like, I guess, you know, best friend, once you say, I like, sometimes I just say not to, like, probably not let him know. Just get it off my chest, you know, just take it outside. But, like, I just don't want to tell just anybody, right? I need to tell someone specifically who can uh, keep it with them themselves, you know? I guess when you say something, you know, but like, probably went bad, you know, I just say, I just, you know, had a bad day today, you know, maybe this happened, you know, I, and I think once you say that, you know, you get it off your chest, it's a good thing, you know, you got, I guess you take out space for the bad things, and you try to uh, store space for the good thing, you know, for me, just saying something that went, you know, negatively bad for me is just, you know, I guess a relief, and, you know, grateful that someone's there to you know, help me with uh, the bad things that went to with me. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Like having someone there to like help you, not ignore, I guess, but deal with the bad things going on and just help you feel good, I guess, instead of re just staying in that mindset. But I feel like. Mm, and I don't disagree really actually like just it's always good to have someone there when like you know you can go to them and they can make you feel better and it's not usually good to like dwell on you you should reflect on like your mental health and everything but I don't think it's good to just like stay in that mindset of just feeling bad I guess simplest way to put it I think you know, the minds of today, kids, you know, teenagers, about my age, younger, is become more, like, bad, you know, people, I guess social media has taken us away, you know, like, people, like, I use social media a lot, and I guess there's many sides to social media, and, you know, one of those sides could be, you know, the mindset of today kids you know after using social media like social media anything could be said anything could be 
shown in there. And I guess the mindset of today is really going negative, you know, throughout these years and for years to come. Uh, there's a, like, if someone said something bad, you know, or negatively about me, like saying that I, you know, like a insult, I guess you could say. Like some 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 people who aren't used to it are, are gonna like take it really personal, and uh, and it might affect you know their morale, their mindset. You know, it could and for like me, like if I get an insult and I'll just you know ignore it, and it 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 may affect me, you know, but I guess the the health, the health, the the mindset of today is really today people, the people, the the mindset, the health of the people today is really bad, I guess you could say. And you know, mental health is something to be focused on, something to be uh, prioritized, I guess. But you know, so the, when I talk about my mental health. With, I guess you could say my parents, they don't see it from my perspective. And, you know, I guess some parents say, you know, just you don't have the anxiety. You're still too young. You, until you're a parent, you have anxiety or you have too much stress. And I guess that's one thing that they don't really see, you know, from my perspective is how much work I'm doing and how much effort I'm putting into that work. And they just see me, like if I were to do a homework, they just see me doing homework. But I'm, you know, putting too much effort in that. I'm putting too much of me into that assignment that, you know, it may cause me stress and may cause me too much anxiety because, you know, they, um, I just, I just lost my words. Um, I can't really continue what you're saying, but I, I get that feeling because, like, with a lot of mental health struggles, I guess, and just, like, it's a lot harder to do work for me sometimes. Sometimes I just get burnt out. Sometimes I just have no energy during the day, and it's a lot more difficult to, like, express it to, like, my parents or my teachers. Like, there's not, like, I wasn't sick. I did get sleep, but, like, I just could not do it. And like, it's a lot easier to just like call it laziness, I guess. But sometimes it's just like, there, there's some reason or another where I cannot force myself to do it. And like putting in the effort to do that, just for it to be treated as just a normal assignment. Like I do this every day. Why can't I do this now? It's something I've mm -hmm. had to deal with a lot with my schoolwork. And uh, like, it's really hard to like, talk to people about that because it's it's just easy to just blame it on laziness i guess yeah it's just i guess parents are supposed to talk about the same topic but you know try to shift it a bit parents are, they say that they are there for you know they i don't think that you know we have to give them all but they have to give us not all to us like get, they give us everything because they decided to have us, you know, they, you know, and they say, you gotta, you know, 
give me a lot from you, which makes sense. You know, they expect a lot from you. But this other quote from the book that says, You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. So I guess, they, you know, they try to, you know, I guess you could say I'm grateful for giving me a, like food, house, a shelter, a home to live in. But, you know, I guess they don't really accept what I think, what I believe. You know, I want to be this when I grow up. They try to, you know, they try to make me believe. They try to make me want something else. You know, they're trying to control me as if I'm a little puppet. You know, and I guess you could say that's what parents are really taking advantage of, I guess you could say. Like, the, they're taking, I guess you could say, sometimes they could abuse their power too much I by feel like, trying to control sorry. you. Sorry. I feel like with some parents, like, I, I know that's true for some parents, but, like, I feel like a lot of it's either just ignorance, I guess. That's not a good way to put it, but, like, it's uh, a lot easier to just, like, not really easier, but like when I've talked about it, like it's you've mm, there's not a good way to put this. Uh, like just not knowing about like mental health struggles and like the specific things, and like I feel like with some mental health like problems or even just like uh, I deal with a lot of anxiety, but like I I brought up like during the like middle of the quarantine about how like anxiety started to be really bad for me and like mm -hmm. it took all the way until like around now for it to start being taken seriously and i feel like it's easy to just ignore the problems like for some people or some parents like it's a lot easier to ignore it and pretend that it doesn't exist than to like have to deal with it and have to accept that like something's going on yeah i don't think a lot of it's purposeful. I don't think people think that they're hurting their kids with ignoring the mental health problems. I think that, like, they don't know, like, either, like, enough about their kids to, like, realize, I guess, or they don't know enough about, like, the mental health, uh, just in general, to just think about it. Because, uh, sorry, I dropped my cards. Um, right. for me, like, <laughs> yeah, I have digit cards and, um, for me, like it, there's a difference between like mental health struggles and just like something that isn't my fault and I can't deal with it. And it's like, there's, you can't, for me, I can't just tell my parents it's not my fault that I am dealing with this because like, it's still on me and for a lot of people, it's not easy to empathize with someone who's going through something completely different. I yeah. Sense. Yeah, I guess you say, you know, I'm, you know, you can't always blame your parents, but you know, when they can't really accept of you making a mis a mistake, you know, they can, you know, they 
don't how should I say? It's easy to not take responsibility for them, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd say that. Yeah, you wanna bring anything else up? Um I feel like with like mental health, I guess, I'm I'm glad a lot of it's getting like destigmatized and more information is about it, but like with that it's worrying seeing like at my school uh, i guess my i have i'm in a small school but even that like a lot of us are like stressed or have struggled at some point throughout high school really badly and i i feel like people need to worry about that more because like it's it's not good for like an entire generation of people to just be going through this much stress and this much like anxiety about things that they can't control really like, yeah it's also that makes sense. things we can control but we just choose not to like some people not my age you know they already drink they already smoke they you know do many of these stuff i guess you could say there's like the way this generation is going um with the things that we're doing and the things that we are expected to do, I don't think, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't see really us going that far to those people who are making these bad decisions. There because, needs to be more resources for them. Yeah, there needs, I guess you could say that there needs to be someone who can not always hold their hand but someone who could help them push themselves or help them at least get out of a tiny hole, you know, and it's not a really good metaphor, but uh, yeah, I guess you say that and try to give them a hand and, you know, try to help them as much as they can because, you know, mental health is, something that we need to focus on you know america is always america's weird a weird place i guess you could say like there's this poem that school that we read it's called making love to captain america I, and that's, that's a title but um yeah that's a title right yeah a poem called making love to captain america right and it's taught using representation i guess is representing captain america as uh the u.s and uh so this there's one quote that says or what i saw the poem as is uh here i'll, I'll read a line of it um there's one when I said that you know this author it's a it was written 20, this last year in 2022 by I think it was Latina or, or a colored per, it was written by a colored uh, women and she's using Captain America as a representation of the U.S. and she is talking about how she loves Captain America or how she loves America but she wants to change some things about him. Like, America could be fun in some ways. Like, I guess I could take the smallest part. Like, I don't know. 
Disneyland, something, food. But, you know, we got to change or, you know, there got to be a change in America. For example, like, uh, there's one quote that says, will you destroy my enemies as easily as you do your own? Which for me is just saying that instead of America focusing focus on outside, you know, fighting other people outside of the country, they could focus on the bad people, I guess you could say, or the, the uh, people in bad situations because yeah, or people who need help in 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 this country instead of focusing on outside, it could be that mental uh, mental health. It could be. On the homelessness, it could be like the climate change within our country. That's what, you know, is, you know, there's so many things that this generation overall, or these years that has become really impactful and that we got to focus on so many things now on the, to help people and to help succeed because young people I guess you could say will be the voices of the future they're going to choose these decisions that are you know they can't like social media maybe impact them um and like you know other things around them help mental mental health and you know it may impact the future um, yeah, I feel like I love a lot about like this country and where I've been and where I've lived, but like there's a lot of glaring issues that like I feel like we do need to focus on, especially with just like mental health in general. And like there's so many big issue problems, and we're not focusing on any of the ones that matter to like not just survive, but just like. Oh, I gotta hate talking about stuff like this, but like instead of just like focusing only on like like how my dog's barking at sleep, like focusing on yeah, you mentioned like the outside world. Instead of that, we should also focus on like the communities, I guess, of people. Like mm-hmm. you can help your own community, but like there's only a certain extent you can do until like you just can't do anymore and i feel like i love helping my community and like i i do volunteering a lot with like especially not me to spend a lot of my time there but like i do like volunteering i do like helping out but i feel like there's only so much that i can do as a, a person and there's only so much that we can do as a community to help the people i guess yeah yeah so is there anything else you want to say no that's all. all right if sure do we have a catchphrase for the podcast i haven't watched a while uh i don't got one i'm gonna have to think of one so um, thank you angel for being in this podcast in this episode and you know just people out there you know if you're struggling you you're, you're not alone you're not you're not alone <laughs> Um, is struggling, I guess you could say, is part of the path. It's part. 
You ruined my outro. Come on. You ruined I'm the moment. Sorry, I'm sorry. My psychology <laughs> alarm went off. All right. See, <laughs> right, no. you ruined it. Come on. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, struggle. Uh, oh, my God. Struggling is part of the uh, path. It's part of life, I guess you could say. And, you know, try to be yourself. And, you know, mental health is something. If you're stressed, you know, you're not, you know, now you know you're not alone. But, you know, try, if someone, you know, try to reach out, reach out, try to, you know, find ways to try to lower that, um, you know, negative mindset. And, yeah, America is just weird. <laughs> so, Angel, thank you for being on this podcast. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. That's, thank that, you, that everyone. Is you're supposed to say, right? Yeah, I, I guess you said. Hopefully, I'm not insulting anyone. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, and for the people out there, thank you for tuning in, and um, I'm looking forward to, you know, have more guests. Christy more, and I don't know, probably hang out with Angel <laughs> sometime. All right. All right. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, have a good day. I'm going to go eat some broccoli or something. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Graphics are by Kelly Wong, and a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Choque Allen Alvarez. We'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we cross the hundredth episode milestone and begin the work to the next hundred. We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask family, and we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, write a five-star review, and share as we look forward to continuing to have conversations that matter. Stay tuned for the relaunch of the Million Mask Movement on 11-11-22. That's November 11th of 2022. There's a math problem in there. You can find out more by visiting everforwardclub.org and following us on social media. Take care, and we'll see you soon.